Let's on the show, talk about that who's giving. It's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, we got a podcast I'm about to release about Georgia's the new Mecca. And who's giving is another reason why they backed that up. The teams that was there from all over the country. And now they just don't have a who's giving high school. They got a who's giving for college now. They just Absolutely. getting out of control. You nervous a little bit about Saturday night against Georgia? Or y'all got it in the bag? Uh, nervous is an understatement. <laughs> but uh, I always tell the kids, uh, when you play your dad, it's rarely that you ever beat your dad. Uh, he teaches you everything, but he doesn't teach you how to ever beat him. So <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, Kirby is playing his dad. That we did an excellent job executing the game plan. Uh, we cut it down to four. Uh, had a controversial block foul call. Uh, we had about three minutes left in the game. Warning the following program contains world premier certified ball players, incredible interviews, latest, hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. The License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Thanks to everybody who joined in the show. Man, I can't hear myself. Y'all can hear me out there? I don't hear no feedback on my, on my mic, but thanks for joining the show. Got a lot to talk about who's givens. Got my man, contributor, Alfonso, joining the show again, break down that hoops givens. Man, there's teams from all over the country showing out. I got Coach Washington from Pebble Brook. Be joining the show. Talk about his two games, played two Utah teams, learned a lot about his team. The team grew over the, over the weekend at hoops giving. Who's giving this growing like, like I don't know what man, like growing like wildfire. And then we got the G League man. We got two Georgia players in the G League getting down and busy. We had Brandon Boston drop forty six points and nine three pointers, killing it. It it just show you that every school is not for everybody, and the name of the school how big it is don't mean it's for you. Kentucky wasn't for Brandon Boston. If he went to another school, he wouldn't even be in the G League. I really believe that. Kentucky not for everybody. Duke not for everybody. You got to get in where you fit in and get your numbers up, where you could be showcased on a national level, and then you could be that lottery pick where you will get to play. And then we got School Henderson, who signed by the, what, a 
close to a million dollar contract if he didn't sign a million dollar contract. Scored 27 points in a win against one of the Chi-Town future legends, DJ Stewart. They had a big game too and scored about 27 points. G League starting to grow and develop. We had a licensed ball show on YouTube was talking about that back in the day a couple of years ago. We was breaking down the NBA draft and we was probably 90% right on that podcast. We called out the bus. We called out the people going to be good and that. Well, he's pretty accurate in that. Very, very accurate. And I want to thank out to the, the listeners. The show is growing more and more every day, not weekly, not daily, every day. The show is growing and getting more and more downloads, more and more people watching it. We don't have all 50 states yet. Got about 30 states listen. That's okay. We're going to grow. But we got two new countries to add that listens to this podcast now. We have the UK and we have New Zealand. Two people in, in those countries are listening. Appreciate you listening to the show. Tune in and listen again. Share. Subscribe. Find out where you can find your podcast out. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what we like. That's what you like to hear right there. That's what we really, really like to hear. Now we come back, we're going to have Coach Washington on the phone. We're going to talk to him with his interview when we come back. This is Caleb Banks, and you are listening to License to Ball. This is Trent Markwith with Relentless Hoops, and you're listening to License to Ball. This is Coach Washington, head coach at Pellbrook High School. You are listening to License to Ball. You're tuned into the hottest prep basketball podcast, License to Ball, where certified ballers play. Leave us a rating and review. Don't touch that dial, dial, dial. <laughs> Who am I kidding? This is the internet. Keep rocking with license to ball. And now back with your host, Hip Hop. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer. So y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. We got Coach Washington from Pepperbrook High School joining the show, 4-1. How you doing, Coach? Doing well, doing well, doing well. No complaints. So you've been playing a lot of basketball lately, jam-packed in a couple of tournaments. Hey, here, man, how you um, feeling about your season so far? Uh, so far, I think we're off to uh, the start that we expected uh, the guys to play at a high level. We've had a few injuries uh, so we just had to change our style of play a little bit. We lost a big kid uh, towards ACL. So now we just uh, going to play a lot of guards and press people and run, get out and have a lot of fun, shoot a lot of threes. Uh, so uh, that's what we've been doing a lot of uh, the last five games. Before we get started on all this, you nervous a little bit about Saturday night against Georgia or y'all got it in the bag? Uh, nervous is an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I always tell the kids uh, when you play your dad it's rarely that you ever beat your dad uh, he teaches you everything but he doesn't teach you how to ever beat him so <laughs> uh, with that being said uh, Kirby's playing his dad and dad don't lose very many games to, to his son so <laughs> Hey, if it's the year to do it, now. it's the year to do it. They got a chance to do it. It's the year they need. It. They don't do it this year. I don't, I don't think they ever <laughs> gonna do it. 
If they don't do it this year, it won't ever happen. I'll tell you that. Not long as Nick there. <laughs> Coach Saban. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I got you. We're going um, night one at Hoops Givens. Let's go on and break that down for me, Coach. Let's talk about that game. Oh, man. First of all, Hoops Giving is crazy. Uh, the matchups are crazy. Uh, the players, the teams, and the event is just a great event. Uh, our first matchup was Wasatch Academy from Utah. We played them last year. Uh, had them on the ropes last year and uh, had them on the ropes again this year. Uh, the kids did an excellent job executing the game plan. Uh, we cut it down to four. Uh, had a controversial block foul call. Uh, we had about three minutes left in the game and uh, they ended up beating us by seven. They're huge. Uh, they got a kid that's going to Ohio State, another kid going to BYU. Uh, another kid going to USC, so they were really good and really long. But uh, I was proud of how our kids stepped up to the challenge. Playing in this tournament, especially that first game, how would that prepare you for regional play in, in the state playoffs? Uh, it just gets you used to a different brand of basketball than what you're accustomed to seeing. Uh, the different coaching strategies with the shot clock. Uh, so it's just going to prepare you uh, going into the state playoffs. Uh, and just teach you guys how to be tough and how to perform on that stage. You know, we treat uh, those showcase games like play, state playoff game. You're one and done. You're one and you're going home. Uh, so we try to treat them with that uh, that type of mentality uh, with our guys understanding, hey, you lose this one, you go to the loser's bracket. And when you get to the state playoffs, you lose it, you're going home. So, you know, we try to have that mentality going into those games. And that's how we treat them. Do you think the biggest thing from these type of games for being they're not familiar with the team and they're uncomfortable make a player better? Oh, absolutely. And then, you know, like you have a limited scouting report. So for me, it's a lot of coaching on the fly, uh, kids being able to make adjustments as you go along in the game. So for me, that's the beautiful thing of it, just seeing how the kids react and make adjustments throughout the game and how smart kids are. You know, your smartest kids make the best adjustments and are able to do whatever you tell them to do in the midst of the game. So that's the beauty of playing these games. When you start the season off, you got a philosophy and you got players and you have a vision on how the team going to play. So when you're playing these kind of games, do you go back to the drawing board sometimes and say, we got to revamp this because I thought the players could do this or they better things than I thought they were by playing these teams you aren't familiar with? Uh, so for me, uh, our motto is just be Pebble Brook. And whatever image that team has that particular year, that's the image that we have to try to maintain for the course of that game. Uh, and sometimes as coaches, I know I overanalyze things and I try to make too many adjustments versus just us staying us and being us. So uh, Saturday, I mean, Friday night, the first game, we were not us in the first half and we got into a hole. Second half, we go in and we say, hey, guys, forget everything we told you, all this stuff that we're trying to do. Let's just be Pebble Brook. Let's get out here, run, press, trap cause chaos and have a whole lot of fun and we end up couldn't lead the four uh so we just got to be who we are no matter what yeah, the old saying is a little bit is more sound like you've been reading john wooden books that's kind of <laughs> like his philosophy I, I love john wooden i've read his books uh i got a great book sitting on the on the table nightstand now that i'm reading this uh john thompson book again uh 
those guys just tell you how to manage players and how to manage egos and how to how to manage the game. You know, sometimes as coaches, we overanalyze it and we we try to do too much uh, versus just like you said, keeping it simple. Yep. Uh, Zach John witness the stuff he has said and written down. It's hard for me to believe one man did all those things and stuck with it. He had to because he won a lot. He, he stuck with it. I mean, and when you hear his former players talk about it, they tell you how he stuck with it. And that just solidifies what he says. Uh, all all the guys, like I, I read a lot of stuff from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and how he talked about uh, playing for him and stuff like that. And how much they adore him. Like, that's how I want my players to feel about me. Uh, I want them to, you know, coach is the guy, you know, this guy helped me along the way. This guy helped me get in college. This guy helped me through college. Uh, this guy showed up at my wedding. This guy showed up when my child was born. So, you know, that's the type of coach, you know, you want to be. You're the second coach we had on this season was talking just like that. It's a saying by, it's one of, to me, is his most famous sayings that I'm going to kill. But he basically said, don't focus on what you don't have, what you're not good at. Focus on what, and focus on what you're good at. And just work on Absolutely. what you're good at. Absolutely. Uh, and that's what we t- we tell our kids all day. We're gonna focus on what we're good at, and we're gonna we're gonna get even better at it. We're gonna master that, and then we'll work on some of the other stuff. But we want to master being pebble broke. We want to master playing fast. We want to master being disciplined. Like those things that we can control. Some of the other stuff we can't control, so we don't even need to worry about it. Now let's go game game two night two at Hoops Given. Let's go and break that down for the fans. Uh, game two, who's giving real Salt Lake uh, from Utah, another Utah team, another prep school, number 23 in the country. Uh, so we watched them play Mount Verde the night before. So you able to study guys and come up with a game plan. So we saw they had a, a really good guard, number four, uh, high major kid. Everybody's recruiting him. Uh, they had another kid, number 23, who shoots the ball very well. But what we did notice, they don't like to be touched. Uh, you know, some guys don't like for guys to put their hands on them or be physical with them. So I just told the guys, we got to come out and be physical, be the most physical Pebblebrook team we've ever had. And we came out and just was really physical. And uh, I told the guys, we got to make shots. Uh, part of playing basketball is making shots. And for for a lot of kids, and for most kids, their defense is predicated a lot of times on them making shots. And when you make a few shots, your defense goes to another level. So we made some shots, and our defense went to another level. So we got really physical uh, with the team and got out on them, and we just pressed all game and trapped and just kind of sort of made it our type of game versus the previous day when we didn't make it our type of game the entire game. So that's going to be the difference in the two games, and that's why we won the second game by uh, 18, 19 points, and we lost the first game by seven. Okay. We have in store on deck this week on the schedule, Coach. Oh, man, it don't get no easier. We get Milton on Saturday at Wheeler in the Tournament of Champions Classic. Uh, so that's going to be some really good guards versus our guards. So we got to come out and beat Pebblebrook again, just make it our type of game and don't let Bruce Thornton dictate pace. You know, Bruce Thornton is a, is a floor general. and He loves to dictate the pace. He's a winner. I tell people, you know, you always want kids who win in your program. And he's a winner. He's always won. Middle school, he won. I remember in middle school at Langston Hughes uh, Middle School program. He won every year. Uh, so he's always been a winner. So our goal is to dictate the pace and not let Bruce dictate the pace. 
Sounds good to me. I will be there Saturday checking out that <laughs> basketball. Oh, man, it's going to be some good games Saturday. And you know I'm going to be watching that game. <laughs> Hopefully we'll pull it off and we'll, we'll put on a show. On the outro, you want to go ahead and do it, make the uh, Georgia fans cringe and make the Alabama fans happy, you want to say it? Absolutely. I, it wouldn't be me if I didn't do it. First of all, roll tide. Shout out to the Auburn team. That's our, those are our sons. And now we're going to deal with our stepchild this team, this weekend, which is Georgia. And we're going to say roll tide all weekend. And we're going to roll tide all week. This is Georgia hate week. So roll tide. And Georgia, when y'all get some rings on your hand, then y'all can talk to us. <laughs> and they've been in the room. Huh? So Bates, you saying they like they, they're like a kid be seen and not yeah, heard, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's that's our stepchild, you know. Auburn, that's our son. We we take care of them every year. Georgia, that's a stepchild. So you know, we don't talk to people who haven't who haven't been relevant in the last ten years. Anyway, I really don't even supposed to be having this conversation. <laughs> All right, coach, it's a pleasure. We love having you on again. I right, thank you, thank you guys so much. All right, no problem. All right, appreciate it. Have a good night. All right, you too. Towson's game-winning bucket with 8.4 seconds left and Patrick McCaffrey's blocked shot as time expired sent Iowa to a thrilling 75-74 victory at Virginia. Brandon Boston Jr. explodes for 46 points versus Salt Lake City stars. Stockton Kings fall short. DJ Stewart went off for a season-high 29 points. Ignite beat the Stockton Kings. Ignite were led by guard Scoot Henderson with 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. Towson's game winning bucket with 8.4 seconds left and Patrick McCaffrey's blocked shot as time expired sent Iowa to a thrilling 75-74 victory at Virginia. Brandon Boston Jr. explodes for 46 points versus Salt Lake City stars. Stockton Kings fall short. DJ Stewart went off for a season-high 29 points. Ignite beat the Stockton Kings. Ignite were led by guard Scoot Henderson with 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. Towson's game winning bucket with 8 point. Uh, we back. It's kind of funny how she said rebounds, isn't it? <laughs> We're going to go and bring in Alfonso in, break down the rest of these games, and get it in. Make sure you subscribe and like and share and find this podcast where they have podcasts. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. We got Alfonso on the phone from baseline to sideline. Prep hoops. What's going on? Ain't nothing. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Doing good, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Man, it was good, man. It was, you know quiet time that I, you know, I definitely did some eating, but I was more interested in the feasting of the basketball events going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we got you on the show. Talk about that. Who's giving it's getting bigger and bigger. I mean, we got a podcast. I'm about to release about George is the new Mecca. 
and who's giving is another reason why they backed that up. The teams that was there from all over the country. And now they just don't have a hoops given high school. They got a hoops given for college now. They just absolutely getting out of control. Nah, it's, I mean, first of all, it is a great thing for the state of Georgia. It is an absolute um, must must come event if you have not had a chance to come and attend as a fan. But it certainly has become the event of all events during this time of year from across the country and some teams want to get in and it has grown and Chris Williams has done a fantastic job with his seven group to bring not only this event in terms of the high school hoops given but then to turn around and on February 11th I believe is to bring around the collegiate one which brings us some pretty good matchups from across the country with some of the top college programs. Can you say Black Wall Street? <laughs> Actually, there is one down on the south side. So, yeah, that's the start of it. <laughs> man, I mean, man, man, man. You pay, what, 30, 40 bucks for the whole weekend, all day passes. That's a steal. Right. Compared to uh, NBA, not to knock the NBA, in Georgia Tech in Georgia, but you get all those games and you're really watching future D1 and future pros that you can see them before they come up. So I think that ticket is more viable than going to any NBA game, really. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and there's some of the things that, you know, again, the fans get to see and experience. Um, and this year, again, it was no different for for fans to attend, with, especially with some notable celebrities in the building. Man, you read my mind. I can't think of any other event that had that many multi-platinum, multi-millionaire, top 100 chart <laughs> entertainers in the building coming to watch some basketball. Well, look, when you have the presence of, we know what the Migos are due to their connection to Berkmar High School and just being Georgia guys and being um, true basketball guys and who know the game. And want, and want to be able to give back to the community the way they have. But then you turn around and yay, as he wants to be referred to, um, he's put together a, a solid program in Donda Academy. And it, you know, it, everyone's going to criticize something that's smart. But the one thing I've watched and observed about yay over his career, he doesn't care because he's a visionary and he, his vision is something that people don't value enough. And as an artist, he's shown that. As a fashion designer, he's shown it. Um, and all he's going to do is continue to do that along with this pool. So this first year, they may not go as smoothly as they most, you know, they would want. But in the long run, I think it's going to be a great situation with Don Academy. I remember I got this from Big Daddy Kane. And Big Daddy Kane got it from Dolomite. He said, I'd rather be hated for what I am than love for what I'm not. And ever since I heard Absolutely. that, I'm like, man, I got to use that. I got to I gotta take heed of that. No, it's, it's one, of the, one of the best lines around because, again, you, a person like Ye, people were wondering and why and all this other stuff, but as he's doing and he has the money to back it 
And if he's helping these kids attain a platform where they're able to distribute their success on the floor and be able to put them in a position off the floor with their academics and even possibly getting them to high major programs or doing putting them against higher level teams. I mean, it's only going to be one of those things that will continue to grow. And as the landscape of basketball changes or or seeing some some potential changes, you know, you might you might have some people again will look at what Ye's doing, will say, man, what was he doing? And then next thing you know, in three years, he may have something that people may want to duplicate. May. I suspect so. Rome wasn't built overnight. No. No, not at all. So what's the first thing come to mind? That we media, but what's the first thing come to mind that you pay to see? The first thing that would come to mind that I would pay to see and I'm and I'm talking about even having had a chance to see the program as a whole years ago and having the chance to observe them this weekend, Mount Bird Academy. They are must-see basketball. Because when you look at that team, the team filled with high majors, filled with exceptional athletes, but the one thing, and they're all going to a major program somewhere, but the thing that I noticed is that that they all buy in, and it's a culture that they have at Mount Bird Academy that I'm not going to sit here and say no other program has because I haven't been to every program, but it's it's something that if you're a person who's watching, whether you're at Donda Academy, you go, man, I want to aspire to be that or what they're doing, or you turn around and go, man, this is this is how it should look, and you take a kid who thinks that they're playing hard or they're doing something, but then when you look on the floor and you got a four and five star diving on the floor not complaining, lifting, edifying their teammate up. All these things that if I wasn't, again, in the media space, they'd be a team that I definitely would make sure if they were in my city or somewhere within driving distance, I would make sure to go watch them play. Right outside of Orlando. Yeah. Absolutely. We had a heartbreaking loss with them. That's a good good loss with Willie. No, it's a loss that, first of all, they went out to Duncanville and shout out to Kozari Thompson and his staff because they do a great job trying to prepare their kids and putting their kids in situations where they will be able to compete, not solely for wins and losses, but more importantly, to demonstrate their ability to play against other high-level programs and giving their kids that exposure to demonstrate their skills, right? And last week they were in Duncanville or, or a few days ago, right before Thanksgiving, and took one in the mouth. You know, Coach Thompson didn't hide from it. He even posted it on social media. You know, that they just got, you know, they just got beat up. You know, and they had a short turnaround to play Mount Bird on Saturday. And, again, the preparation, because, you know, I'm, I can only imagine they played, I believe, before Thanksgiving, then at some point had to fly probably Thanksgiving Day 
to then get in the gym on Friday and then turn around and play Mount Bird on Saturday. But again, most college programs don't have that kind of scheduling or schedule conflict. And they were able to, again, play Mount Bird tough throughout the game. And while the final score may be 15 or, or in double digits, what, Mount, what Wheeler showed is that they are going to beat. Those, are, those Wildcats are just that. They're Wildcats with some heat and some grit about them, and they're going to compete. It's kind of Coach of the thing. He kind of had the Michigan State philosophy, make the schedule harder as possible, try to get these wins early. We don't learn from them and grow from them. So when it's crunch time, they're right back at it again in the hunt. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, they do it. He does a great job preparing them, and again, they they competed to the standpoint that people walked away. If they didn't respect Wheeler before, they respected him yesterday. Oh, they respect Wheeler. That name alone, that name travels far. Travels far in this country. No, absolutely. No, no, no. But, but you know, we, we know that they're not the Wheeler of, of old. You know, mm-hmm. they still... They, they're still... Um, you know, having having some things that they gotta do in order to be able to continue to grow. Because you know, I don't want to sound like Rip Pitino, but Jalen Brown ain't walking through that door. You know, to, <laughs> to, to, if he is, he ain't Collier, no, you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. but Isaiah Collier and company are gonna grow into exceptional players. Be you know, by February, you and I'll be having a conversation on how hard and how well Wheeler is playing. And again, kudos to Coach Thompson and his staff for challenging those kids. Mm -hmm. And so far this year, my favorite team in Georgia is back at it again, Norcross. Beat beat a real good pace team. Well, pace is young with the exception of, you know, um, the young man headed to, I just blanked it, I didn't mean to, headed to Cincinnati. Um, but they're a young crew who, again, Coach White is going to schedule it tough. He's not going to run away from any competition. Um, and it was good for his kids to, to experience that because in two years, they will, will be in a stage like that and not that they're not going to be back on another stage and speak, but in two years they'll be back on that stage, and I would love to see them again for North Cross again to to be able to just get the rematch or be able to say, hey, you know what, this is uh, this is this is our chance to get together. North Cross after they suffered a a loss to Newton at home. Last week, at a you know at a at a showcase at on the radar hoop showcase, um, they came back and got on the biggest stage in the state, and their guards and their players showed that they belong, and they were back they were back at it to again demonstrate their their skills on the 
another thing that just crossed my mind with how sick this basketball is in Atlanta. We got all these high major players. Then you look all across Metro Atlanta, and we have these high profile coaches that know mm-hmm. how to run a program. Not one or two. Right. You need more than two hands to count all these coaches. And that's very rare to see in any state. You can have five high pro high profile coaches in just one state. And I can name more than my fingers have. And then nothing to add on top of that. What people pay attention to least, unless they make a bad call, is refereeing. One little fun right. fact. Majority of the NBA officials live in Atlanta. And another fun fact, they used to call their games. A lot of players don't even know that. They because they don't pay attention to referees. They used to call these kids right. games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a lot of them live here because again, it's um a safe, excuse me, it's an easy hub to get in and out of. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm easy stuff to get in and out of and it's a it's an opportunity for for teams to to really um i mean officials to really stay connected get involved with some high basketball and then get get to a collegiate game or collegiate level game here shortly yeah one more team for me before we get off yeah, um, another team that I I think um, showed a lot of a lot of poise, a lot of comeback, a lot of goodness is Green Forest. I mean, they they're doing a great job. I mean, I know they I know Brook, who you had Coach Washington on just earlier, be able to beat them again last week. Had on the radar hoop, but then they then they turned around and they beat a Berkmar squad, you know, um, just on on sheer, you know, having that length and size, you know. So they they had the opportunity to really um, just showcase what they're and, and show that they're bounced back as well because to be able to to be able to get on that stage and platform and showcase themselves it's once again a, a true indication on how good some of those guys are capable of bouncing down and doing 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 the better thing in this game yeah that's a close one 56-55 on mm-hmm. Green Forest mm-hmm. I guess you could say they did enough body of work. They are a household name now in Georgia. You can say that. Well, they, they absolutely have. I mean, too, going back to what we just talked about, Coach Thompson coached there. You know, won himself two state titles there. And, you know, now that they've coached, you know, they've really continued doing what he's, I'm not going to sit here and say what he started, but what he helped build mm-hmm. over there. You know what he helped build over there, and it's only going to continue to get better. Hopefully, here. Yeah, before he right before he took the Willard job, they didn't. It wasn't sure exactly who's going to be the head coach over there when they know they needed a head coach. Word on the street, 
A lot of people said they wanted uh, Coach Whitehart and Milton to go over there because um, he had, they seen he had a more proven track record and, and he just fit right on in. And, and Coach Thompson kind of was a dark horse. And he came right, right. on in, fit right in. So you couldn't go wrong with either coach. But he's doing a damn good job over there, Willa. Nah, he, you know, you can't you can't go wrong with either coach. But the one thing, as I've said, and, and which I like, I, I love Coach Thompson a lot. I love his defensive principles. And that's what keeps helps keep Wheeler in a lot of games because they are a feisty bunch. And he definitely um, does a great job making sure his team is skilled enough defensively that whatever offense they get, it's only going to be added to what they do. So really, really happy that he's done. He's continued being successful there for not only himself, but for the community at Will. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's tight-knit around there. It's, it's big time around there. The, that program in Norcross is tight-knit. It's like, in that little community, it's like a small little town atmosphere where you say a five-mile square radius around that school where they treat it like mm-hmm. a small town or a college. People in the yep. in the area. No, absolutely. Because, I mean, again, it's when you have, when you have that level of, of commitment to growth in athletics, it's only it's only going to make things a little bit better, and you know people people going to buy in. Everybody's going to buy in, or at least you know what I'm saying you hope because success beats success, and people want to be a part of that in everything that they do. You got it. Another classic. Keep getting better. This thing will sound like. ESPN Radio. That's the goal. Each episode get better and better at the craft of doing this and putting the, and producing this show. Mm-hmm. Love well, look, I, you do. I, no, I love I love being part of it, and you do a great job. You know, and, and as you said, we're going to be growing this to be able to make this one of the better things going on. Oh, it's growing. I I, I think we had a conversation off off the air. I was frustrated, and I was like, man, this. This show not. I don't think I should do the show. I'm like, me just started the show, <laughs> but I'm. I want right. to do. I wanted to come back and pick off, pick off where I left off at with Jim Ryan Sider, and that's not realistic. No, listen, it's right. You're you're at where you're at right now, and it's gonna grow as you continue watering it. I want for a lot of fun facts and another fun fact for the listeners. Podcasts average a hundred listeners or hundred downloads. They call them downloads, but a hundred listeners mm-hmm. a episode. And I was very shocked about that. That's just what the average podcast go for. That's not nationwide. That's worldwide. Right. That only a hundred people on the average listen to a podcast. I was shocked at that. Mm-hmm. So it's a very exclusive, personal. I guess it's cut podcasts of personalized for the viewers but my goal right now my short term goal is get 500 downloads off one show that's my short term I don't know how long that's going to take but I think we got the sauce for that you know 
step by step. Mm-hmm. Click by click. Yep. Hey, so. before you get off, tell the listeners, I'm going to say the viewers, because you know also used to doing video. <laughs> of course. The listeners, where they can find your stuff at. Well, again, thanks for having me. Um, they can find me on Twitter at BTS underscore report. They can find me on Instagram at BTS report. And a lot of the, a lot of my content can be found on baselinesideline.com. Now we talk to you next time. Definitely, brother. I appreciate it. All right. Peace. Yeah. That man knows his stuff. He got a good spirit about himself. And since the show, like I said, the beginning of the show, we got listeners from New Zealand and UK now listening to the show, plus America. So we need our Canada. We need somebody from Africa. We need all the continents subscribing and find this podcast where you find your podcast. Like and subscribe and share. And comment too. And you want to call in the show? Leave that in the comments. We could take callers too. Just like people calling the show, the contributors, like Alfonso and Coach did on this show, the listeners could call in too. So you got to leave a comment and we give you the phone number. We could call in and comment on this stuff. And this hip hop, and you listen to License the Ball, and I'm out. So next time, be one.